0: Blog TALK RADIO all
1: right. And you know what? The longer it takes us to figure that out, the better we are. The better we are. We just keep working. And we keep getting better, alright? Day after day. We'll be better we tomorrow than to we were today, alright? We we right. we we to but you guys, I'm really freaking proud of you. You guys are one hell of a football team. Who's
0: fly bitch. I'm a niner from the earthquake country. I can make the earth shake. Bout to bring it back like the 89 earthquake. Throw so a pass at me, I'ma catch it like Crabtree. Who got the kush? Cause the smoker gotta have tree. And pass the joint cause the player gotta have mo. I spit a blood down the middle like Frank Goh. A quarterback don't bullet like Kaepernick. And take a poodle out the game like Alex Smith. Red and gold, that's the color of the realest. Staying on my toes, call me Patrick Willis. We back up in it. Is my team winning. I'm the comeback kid. All I need is one Minute. We winning like the 80s in a Super Bowl City. Fit to take another ring. Home. Super Bowl, pick a bone. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got ready gold in my cup. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than that? Oh my Who got it better than that?
2: For what God's on her. Throwing T D hey. no pick. Break for 85 yards. If he opted hella quick. No stadium, new ring. Same team. Hard since keys are 49ers. We are hating on the city, but they can't go <laughs> I fuck the quarter crap free and both win. What? Breaking records hey. like we throwing vinyl Stanley Davis, you party the whole line go. That the, the border name, the Super Bowl affiliate.
0: Never take a beat off. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got red gold in my gun.
3: Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than us? Nobody. Who got it better than that? Who got it better than that? Yeah, I've been around since birth. Forget what you heard. I'm a baby from the '80s. I was born on the turf. I go back like Garrison. And be young. Diamonds on my finger, so just call me Steve Young, like Justin Smith. I go hard on the defense line. Let a hater hate, I'm still gonna rip my. Here come the kickoff.
1: But I'm going run it all the way home. Yeah, I'm gone, red and gold. Bloody, come and get it if you want it.
3: Yeah, we gon' set it off. Do you like Whitner? Rip your damn helmet off. I'm lucky number seven, cause your boy Deliver. Throwin' bombs from the bay over the Mississippi River. They ain't messing with us. Put the subs to the projects. Do the Scotch Steiner. Kiss your bicep, huh? Soon as we touch down, we gon' burst out. Run through them like Gorgon for the first down. I got red and gold in
0: my cut. Wild West got the game turned up got it better than that. Nobody got it better
2: than that. I got it better than that. No!
4: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Niner Faithful. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone had a blessed week. Today, it's a special day, so we're taking the show on the road. We're in Turlock, California. Chilling for Memorial Day. I got the puppies with me. Got my best friend with me. We're going to do it live today. We'll go over the state of the franchise, go over any latest Niner news we got. We're just going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break while we go ahead and set up, and we'll be right back.
1: All right. And you know what? The longer it takes us to figure that out, the better, the better we are. The better we are. We just keep working, and we keep getting better, all right? Day after day, we'll be better tomorrow really than, than we were today, all right? We'll doing AD. that. But you guys, I'm really freaking we're about it. You guys are one hell of a Who's got it better than us?
0: Bitch, I'm a nine from the earthquake country. I can make the earth shake. Bout to bring it back like the 89 earthquake. So pass at me, I'm a past on me, I'ma catch it like crab tree. Who got the kiss? Cause the smoker gotta have tree. And pass a joint, cause the player gotta have mo. spit a blood down the middle like Spray Go. A quarterback don't bullet like Kaepernick. And take a poodle out the game like Alex Smith. Red and gold, that's the color of the realest. Staying on my toes, call me Patrick Willis. Be back up in it. Is my team winning, I'm the comeback kid. All I need is one minute. We winning like the 80s, it's a Super Bowl city to take another ring home, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Ain't nobody fucking with us I got ready, and gold in my cup Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than us? Nobody! Who got it better than us? Who better than us? Who better than us? Nobody! Who got it better than us? Who got it better than us? Nobody! goes around, comes around, good karma 49
2: faith faithful with God's honor Nothing kept her no pick break for 85 yards if he opted hella quick. No stadium, new ring, same team. Hard since keys are 49ers. We are hating on the city, but they can't go. Quick. I fucked the court crap free and both win. Breaking records like we're throwing vinyl Staley Davis. You potty the whole line go. That's the Bartolo name, the Super Bowl affiliated Bowman and Willis. such a frame and you gon' really.
0: Is a fine man do it like the '80s and move right by the Rams. Crush the Seahawks, real life, no weak talk. Go hard on the corners, never take a weak off. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got ready, and gold in my cut. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than that? Nobody.
2: Who got it better than that? No.
3: What you heard, I'm a baby from the 80s, I was born on the turf, I go back like Garrison Hurst and be young, diamonds on my fingers, so just call me Steve Young, like Justin Smith, I go hard on the defense line, let a hate a hate, I'm still gonna rip my hip, come the kick off, bet I'm gonna run it all the way home, yeah, I'm gon' red and gold, let it come again. If you want it, yeah, we gon' set it off. Do you like Whitner and rip your damn helmet off? I'm lucky number seven, cause your boy Deliver throwing bombs from
1: the bay over the Mississippi River. They ain't messing with us. Put the subs to the projects, do the Scott
3: Steiner kiss your bicep, huh? Soon as we touch down, we gon' burst out. Run through them like Gorgon for the first down. I, like fucking I got ready gold in my cut. Wild
1: West got the game turned up. Who got it better
0: than that?
2: Better than that. No, better than that. You got better than that.
4: So, everything's being stupid, But I'd show great professionalism, or at least try to. So, we're going to go ahead and carry on my wayward son, my camera. Oh, so, how's everybody's week? Hope everyone had a blessed week. And as always, I'm going to remind you... The Radio AFS has advertising packages for as little as $25 a month. Go ahead and email me at 9 radio at gmail.com or message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to go ahead and get those details. And I'll go ahead and shoot them to you. Uh, also, we've got really, really, really big news. As I announced on our Facebook earlier, this week Niner Faithful Radio has teamed up with Seat Giant to go ahead and give you discounts on any type of tickets that y'all get, I mean it doesn't matter if it's sporting events, concerts anything that they sell tickets to if you go ahead and use the promo code Niner Faithful Radio you'll go ahead and save and it also helps contribute greatly to the show we get a We get a cut, so that's always good, right? You know, the more the show makes money, I can put money into the show, everything gets Gucci and a lot better, everything's great. What's up, Dakota? How you doing? Dakota, come here. Say hi to the people. Dakota, where we go? Oh, whatever. I remember that next time you know, next time you want to eat my dinner? Nope. You're not gonna eat my dinner, Datota. You don't give me loves. So Wednesday. We have the state of the franchise. It was awesome. I was there. It was Great, great, great event! You had Jerry make an appearance, which was totally dope. Oh yeah! By, well, by the way, uh, happy Memorial Day to everybody. Uh, I want to thank for uh, w- today we recognize all those who paid the ultimate sacrifices for the freedoms that we we enjoy to the in this country. So while the country is not perfect, still the best country in the world, and. Uh, Everybody at Niner Faithful Radio wants to take time out of our show today to thank everybody that paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Veterans, you'll get your day, Veterans Day. You'll get your day. Hey, did you roll down the windows? Windows are still up. Windows are still up. Uh, You rolled them up? Oh. Um, So, Yeah. Um, state of the Franchise. So, they didn't give us a goodie bag, which which I got was kind of cheap, because when you go to any type of an event the Sharks have, they'll give you a goodie bag full of, you know, some buttons or, you know, a T-shirt or a beanie or – matter of fact, the, night of, uh, the Sharks beanie that I wore for every game this year, I got – at a Sharks event for free. uh, You go to um, CSN or NBC, CSN, whatever it is now. California, they have a little booth. You go there, like the page or give them your email or something and they hook you up with a t-shirt or something. But they didn't have anything like that at the state of the franchise. They gave us cookies on the way out. So that was was our little treat, which I thought was a little... a little... eh, a little cheap. I mean, you know, y'all couldn't, you know, we paid five bucks to get in here. Now I understand it goes towards the Niner Foundation. So I, for one, I'm not going to knock paying five bucks for it, you know, when it goes to a good cause, but I don't know. But the event itself, I mean, it was done really nice. The theater, California theater, it's the first time I've been inside. It was really, really nice. It was really nice inside. The venue was all decked out in red and gold. Chief leaders were there. It was really cool. started a little late, but, um, you know, I think they wanted to say 7 so everybody would start trying to get in their seats at 7. And so um, not necessarily that the event was going to set, you know, at 7 because they realized it was Wednesday in downtown San Jose. There's going to be traffic and, you know, people getting off of work and whatnot. So Al Guido was it well, they had, you know, Peter Schwarber. And Ted Robinson were, you know, the hosts, and they were able to. They did a really good job. I thought Peter Schwarber. I mean, what can you say? He does a morning show, but but he did he did fairly well for being seven o'clock at night. Normally doing a morning show, he had made a little slight joke about how the fact that um he never. He hadn't been up at seven at night in years because he's normally in bed. And they brought up Al Guido. So, as as many of you, I'm pretty sure, know, the Niners are changing the people in charge of the concourse at Levi Stadium this year. Uh, We went ahead and brought in Levy or Levy, Levy, something like that. Um, Apparently, they're best in business. They do uh, the Warriors and Giants, I believe. I know for a fact they do the Warriors and Giants. I believe that. they I don't believe they do the Coliseum. So, or they will be doing the Warriors. I don't know if they already do the Warriors. I, I'm not a Warriors fan, so. I'm not privy or up to date on the concourse company that runs Oracle, because I've never been there. So, I've been by it, but I've never, you know, been to an event there. So, they apparently quite interesting to, to know that we're number we're ranked fifth in stadium entrance and exit times throughout the whole NHL or NHL. Wow, NFL. And I think to myself, I haven't really what. Let me see, Candlestick, The Shark Tank, at and I believe that's it that's as far as all the events, you know, uh, professional venues, whether it be, you know, professional sports or, or, you know, things like that. Levi's is, is, it's not so bad exiting. Maybe that's because, you know, the stadium starts to empty usually about, you know, midway through the third quarter. But, um, it's not the worst in the entire world. To get, leave, leaving the stadium, physically getting out of the stadium isn't the issue. It's the light rail and, you know, getting out of the, the parking lot that, that's the issue. i It's, it's horrible. I mean, I VTA has to do something about, you know, this because it, it, it's, it's horrible. So apparently they've they rank top five, but they're they're constantly trying to improve that. So they're working with VTA to make it sm- uh, operate smoother. Personally, I think the whole lining up people to tag and and all that is, but I mean, they need to get over it. You know, uh, they need to install systems on the light rail that you can tag it or some type of better thing because this is not just, it's not cutting it right now. But they said that they they didn't have any announcements as far as adding anything, you know, ring of honor or any type of Niner memorabilia to Levi's, which I kind of like it the way it is. I mean, you figure they're going to add, like they're going to add things over the years. And, you know, there's a, One big thing we're missing, and that's a uh, new Super Bowl banner. So how about uh, we win a Super Bowl, and then we'll see what they do as far as the um, surrounding areas of Levi's putting up, you know, nine memorabilia. The faithful now, faithful then, or faithful then, faithful now thing has changed they went ahead and and did a new, I'm going to post pictures. I went ahead and took a picture on um, last Sunday, actually a week from yesterday. I went ahead and took some pictures up at Levi's. I went to the Niners team store to get items that we're going to do for our next giveaway. So we'll go, go ahead and announce that probably tomorrow. Um, So, I have some pictures of the way it looks. It it looks pretty sick. But that was essentially pretty much all Al Guido had to say that I, I pretty much found interesting and worthwhile. The other thing that... Well, the most, I shouldn't say the other thing. The most interesting thing that I thought from Minus the Players was the front office portion of it. And you you really got to understand how much roster turnover has taken place over the course of, of the last, you know, year, a little over a year. And you're seeing that this regime is starting to get the players. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark McGay. I cannot think of the name for the life of me right now. Why am I drawing a blank? I wanted to say Peter McGowan, but. Not Donnie. Why did I almost say Terry Donahue? Mayock, not Mayock. Uh, it'll, it'll come to me, but he, Adam Peters, there you go. Peter McGee, there you go. Um, had said that there was only three offensive starters, Garrett Selleck, Joe Staley, and Carlos Hyde, even though he's no longer with the team, that were on the roster last year. They were on the roster the year before. Oh, and Zan sorry. So, before. And then, then this year, there's only Selick and Staley and then Jimmy G. Cool. So, you can really see the roster turnover starting to take place. And let's be clear a lot of people, you know, gave Kyle Shanahan John Lynch uh, a pass for last year. It was clearly a rebuilding year, and we finished a year excellent. But with the amount of roster turnover that we've gone over the last year is that it's official now. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan will be judged by this roster going forward because for the most part, every player is a player that they've brought on or decided to keep. So they're going to be judged forward. Uh, Shanahan, John Lynch got a huge ovation. I mean, I, if there's more popular GM in the NFL right now, show me. Because John Lynch could run for president, and he would win California. I guarantee you that. Um, and then, you know, Kyle Shanahan came out, and, you know, they really talked about how the relationship has grown. And last week, for those of you who listened to last week's show, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you will know notice that, that what I pretty much, one of the main things that I got from talking to Nick last week, is that the Harbaugh situation was no longer going to work, whether it be him losing the locker room, whether players getting paid, whether him vouching for some players to get paid, just the various variables that were taking place. One of the main reasons was the relationship between Harbaugh and bulky. Now, you know, Nick says it wasn't necessarily that. I think it was a lot to do with that. Bulky and Harbaugh couldn't work. And you know, there were other factors, but you know, that was a major factor. And I'm not gonna say it was the mo the biggest factor, but it was a major factor. So seeing Lin their relationship developed, and they've talked about not in detail, but they've talked about they've had disagreements. Um, you know, they don't always agree. But I think that they're able to work together and get past those things because they they both know hey, look, both of us are coming from the same place. We're coming from what we feel is best for this franchise. And as long as you can come from that point, you know, disagreements can be worked out. Also, uh, it apparently wasn't all smooth sailing with uh, Sherman. Uh, Apparently his wife also had a – Brock Morata had shared that he believes that, you know, Sherman could be an agent or, you know, working in a front office, you know, with contract negotiations, he did so well. But apparently there was a point where Richard Sherman had stepped out of the room and started filling calls and, you know, trying to set up visits with other teams because they were at an impasse about a, a situation. They didn't share what it was. They were able to work through it because of his, his fiancée, now wife. And so I thought that was a pretty interesting little tidbit that came from the front office segment of the show. The coaching one was 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 pretty cool as well. You had um, Robert Sala, Tim House, Hightower. And, of course, you know, Kyle Shanahan. What do you want, poopies? I'm doing a show. Okay. Everybody. Siva says hi. There. I told everybody you said hi, Doogie. Now go over. Uh Stop. Leave each other alone. I'm on a radio show. Sorry about that,
1: Um, (laughs) y'all. Nice. Anyway. So
4: they talked about uh it was dogs totally made me change my train of thought. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna have to separate y'all. You know. Y'all clearly can't be around each other. So you know, you go over here. I don't care. No, I'm not hurting you. Stop. Dakota, you go over there. No, y'all are gonna be separate. So um. <laughs> They, um, interestingly, things that uh, Robert Sala really likes to talk about violence because uh, during the coast, Day, the one of the questions that was posed, it might have been my question. Well, no, it wasn't really my question because it wasn't even rephrased, all right, to have been my question. But one of the things that was brought up was you know, what they're looking forward to in year two. And Kyle Shanahan sounds a little the really confident, and he says, "Look, I know what everybody's goal is. You know, you guys should know how we feel about this season, and how he was excited, and you saw how you know we finished the year. And he hopes that we trust him and trust uh, the work that they're putting in, and and that you know he's we're going to go out and get better, and they won't hesitate to make the team better. And he doesn't feel that he's going to disappoint anybody by doing that. So I think." I'm not going to say that if you put a gun in the Kyle Shanahan's head and said, hey, are you, know, are you a legit Super Bowl champion, that he would respond with a yes. But I think they feel that they're going to be competitive this year. I believe that if at the end of the year you said that we weren't division <laughs> champions or a wild card, I think Kyle Shanahan would, would call it a disappointing year. I mean, he probably would say that either way, but, you know, I mean, I, I would like to think that's what the expectations are set. Now He's probably not going to say that just be, so we can't be like, oh, you said this and all that. But I think inside internally he, he told people, look, we're fully expecting, you know, to be in the playoffs and play meaningful football in January this year. Well, the only football this year would be meaningful would be January football. Um, and that dare we say we have our host our first playoff game at Levi's ever that'd be kinda kinda dope to go ahead and uh to see that I'm not gonna lie that would be really awesome to go to the first playoff game at Levis stadium <laughs> amazing, 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 but yeah, then they brought the players the the players that show up were. Joe Staley, obviously. Uh Richard Sherman, Defoe, Robbie Gold, and I believe that's it. Let's see, let's see. Robbie Gold, Defoe, Sherman, Staley. Yeah, I believe that's it. Robbie Gold, Sherman, Defoe, Staley. Oh, and 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 juice. Kyle Juice check. And that that brought some pretty interesting little tidbits. Uh You know, I I didn't – I must say this. I didn't like that Sherman – I wasn't expecting people to boo or anything like that, but I just don't like how we act like Sherman's just – he's Uncle Sherman and he wasn't our, our, you know, biggest player rival and all those type of things. And, like, everything's just all good and everything's forgiven. Like, the NFC Championship game in 2013 never happens. Or Thanksgiving in 2014 never happened, or you know, pretty much every year of his career never happened, and that's it's almost like we we've forgiven too easy. Now I'm not I understand there's nothing for us people who didn't want him to be a Niner. There's nothing we can do about it. He's officially a Niner. Um, I would assume. That he would be on the roster, I, I, would, I would. I'm assuming if everything that that's being said is true, and and he's able to be ready by training camp, I I don't see anybody beating out R- Richard Sherman for a, a roster spot this year. I I honestly believe that. So, just don't act like he's you know, just some beloved person in Bay Area sports history. Because he's probably one of the most hated. You, you know. So, apparently, Defoe, all six, eight, 300 plus towns of him, likes uh, a cavalier, I believe it's called Poodle. It's apparently a mix between a poodle and a chihuahua or something like that. But it's very interesting to see, you know, this big honking, professional, you know, defensive lineman with the with the small dog, Just, that would be hilarious. That would be quite a sight to see. Richard Sherman was, was giving them a a hard time on it. But you could really see the locker the, the locker room camaraderie. They really do get along. I mean even the defensive to the offensive guys. I mean, you know, Robbie Gold was was joking with Sherman saying that he would be over there you know, t- telling the kickers how to kick, you know, and they have a really tight locker room. And so I think that that's, I don't think it's necessary. I wouldn't say that in the eighties, every player was were best friends. You know, uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, there's obviously like, it's a well-documented Joe Montana and, and Dwight Clark are best friends. You know, but I've never really heard any particular stories of Steve and Jerry making a lot of efforts to hang out. So, I mean, but as we clearly know, that's one of the most prolific, prolific quarterback to wide receiver combinations in NFL history. Clearly, that works. So, that's not necessary, but it's not going to hurt. I mean, you know, if you're best friends with your coworkers, it's not going to hurt. Pretty sure that we've all been in jobs where we didn't like the people we worked and that we did like the people we worked. And it was probably more enjoyable going to work and performing better when you like the people that you're working with. So, um, it, it can only be a positive thing. I must say that we're definitely on the right track. I mean, that's the overall feeling that I think every faithful there got was that, you know, everybody's saying how they, we've got a long road to go and all these things. but you can definitely tell that we're on the right path. So whether you feel the Niners are there or not, you could definitely should feel that everybody's on the right path. We're on the right path. You could start to see points to certain positions and and points to players that you can say that that's an elite talent at that position. I mean, you know, we linebacker, yeah, you could say that at linebacker. Uh safety, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would like to say that Jaquaski Tart and Adrian Colbert have the ability to become elite safeties. Uh, they just have to stay healthy. Corner, Sherman getting back to full strength, yeah. Yeah, we have a, elite. Akilah Witherspoon, I don't think that he's obviously not elite yet. But, you know, even his second year, he could become, you know, elite. You saw the, definitely the potential last year. And the thing that made me most encouraged with a lot of the rookies last year is you saw that they got better as the year went on. It's not like they peaked early and then tailed off. So another thing I actually wanted to bring up, um, big shout out to uh, nothing but Niners. I was watching a, a discussion they had with Foos um, from Niners Nation. I was watching it on YouTube. Yes, Shay, go check it out. It's a pretty good 45-minute little vlog podcast type thing. Yeah. But they brought up the fact that you could potentially that Trent Taylor is on the bubble. And that Dante Pettis could beat out Trent Taylor for his job. Now, let's say they keep five receivers. So let's name off five receivers on the bubble type of rosters. Um Pierre Gasson is going to be on the roster. Uh, Marquis Goodwin is going to be on the roster. Dante Pettis will be on the roster. So that leaves, I would think, Kendrick, Dante Pettis, Marquis Goodwin, Pierre Gasson, So I would leave Trent Taylor, uh, Max McCaffrey, um, Kendrick Bourne. That's going to leave some of these players here on the bubble. But I, I would like to think, see, this is the thing about it is, is that on paper, it makes sense. It makes sense for 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 Dante Pettis to be the replacement to Trent Taylor. Now, an interesting little fact is that Dante Pettis is 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 best just looked on as a slot receiver, and that's all. But actually, in college, he played um, the least amount of snaps at the slot. Now, he probably will end up playing the slot. But they, they talked about his his ability to move around to the different positions of receiver, the different, you know, X, Y, Z, things like that. So the thing that makes me most intrigued is that Dante Pettis essentially can do what Trent Taylor does, but better uh, as far as returning. So when you're getting... When you're looking at Trent Taylor and Dante Pettis, you're looking at special, special teams. But we have so many people on the roster now that can return punts. That essentially the one thing that you could say, definitely point to and, and point to, Trent Taylor, Dante Pettis does, uh, DJ Reed does. There's uh, a couple players on the roster now that can go, you know, return some some punts. So, I would think that, yeah, at least four. I would think that what would save Trent Taylor's job, essentially, is I think his reliability, his proven reliability last year to A, have chemistry with Jimmy G. Cool, and most importantly, have chemistry with Jimmy G. Cool on third down. Trent Taylor was clearly Jimmy G. Cool's go to receiver on third down. And that I understand that Jimmy G. Cool had went out and said that he wanted the Niners to resign Daniel Kilgore, and they went ahead, but that didn't save him from getting off the chopping block when they got Weston Richburg. Uh go get my cigarettes, Brad, please. Oh. Um, well, then I'm going like to smoke a cigarette. But you can't – I think sometimes people want to, so many times, Just go pick a bunch of play, uh, imagine creative players, and that's not necessarily how it all works. No, they're not. They're in the car, bro. Yeah, they're in the car. They're in the door. Watch out, stay. Leave the car. Anyway, stop. Sativa. Oh, this is the worst radio show ever. Keep the car. This is like the worst radio show ever. Um, I'm yelling and trying to chase the dog, literally. So, they, uh, they, the routine is, is to basically spot that he would take, would, you know, Dante Perez would take would be Trent Taylor. And so how do we keep Trent Taylor on the roster? You know, uh, I think the ability to do both...
1: Sativa! Did she get outside?
4: So, the ability to do both front receiver, and be reliable on third down and kick return. And I think what's going to keep him on the roster. I would assume so. Sativa. Well, I'm trying to do a
1: fucking show, bro. So.
4: That's going to be a little interesting thing to come to find out during training camp is whether or not somebody that, that, that balled out last year is going to be on the team this year. I mean, that that, I, that that's what they say happens. As you get better on a football team, players that were good players become replaceable with better players. I mean, essentially, Jerry Rice was no longer a Niner because of salary issues, sure. You know, he, he was making, you know, a decent amount of money, you know, greatest receiver ever, should as he should. But T.O. essentially made Jerry expendable. And if the greatest receiver of all time, the greatest football player of all time, is expendable, then everybody's expendable. And so I love Trent Taylor. I think that he's going to ball out for us. Wow but if T- Trent Taylor's position on the team is taken by the better a better player that we really make our roster better shut up Sativa so that's going to be interesting so we're going to go ahead and make the announcement now we're making a patreon uh, when I started Niner Faithful Radio, um, people on to pretty close to a year. A couple of weeks from now, it'll be, it'll be, uh, what, I think we've got three more shows. We'll be, the closest to a year we'll be on, I believe will be June 18th. Let me see. We've got the shows. One, two, three. Yeah, three weeks from today will be pretty much a day short of a year that we've been doing Niner Faithful Radio. So the last year has been amazing. I've talked to amazing people, met cool people, um, got to live my dream, you know, gained a lot of confidence, did some things that I would have never looked. If you would have told me that I'd I'd have a Niner blog, I'd have told you you're smoking rocks. I, I never really thought I could be a writer. I wasn't. I, I never had the confidence in my writing to be able to think that I could do it on a a, a semi a, a semi professional level, or at least a, at least have a uh, have people tell me I'm not wasting my time for me to pursue a professional writing career. But you know, as much as I love doing this, the better we are. The the more money the show brings in, the better the show can be. Um, This is all I do. This is what I put all my time and effort into. I don't mind it. I love it. That's um, something that I I dreamed of doing. So I never, I'm mad that I pursue my dream every Monday, every day, that there's something that I'm doing to make the show better and to bring me closer to my dream like Guapale. But I need your help, y'all. Uh, you know, people want me to bring on Jerry Rice on the show. I would love nothing more to interview Jerry Rice. That would probably be one of the highlights of my life is if I've had to in- interview not only the greatest football player ever, but my childhood idol. I mean, J- there's there's no no one greater than Jerry.
1: Greatest
4: no, greatest football player ever is Jerry Rice. Jerry
2: bro. It's
4: better than Joe. Jerry is the greatest football player ever. There's nobody who could question that greatest the greatest football player ever. He in
2: today's NFL? I do.
4: I think Jerry would thrive in today's NFL. I think that if I think that if the today where you can't even sneeze on a receiver and you mean to tell me that, that you're going to have all these offensive rules that benefit, you know, receivers and you're already going to take the Jerry, the greatest talent, you know, all that and then you're going to add rules that benefit receivers? Oh, come on, bro. Jerry it it wouldn't even... it, it would it was unrealistic and laughable before. It would be, it'd be video game. It'd be like playing with a video game. If Jerry was in today's NFL, oh, bro. and see, that's why I think that's why I think that one of the main arguments with the whole who's better, Joe or Brady, argument comes down to is Joe could survive in today's NFL. Brady doesn't survive in the in Joe's NFL. I, I shouldn't say Brady wouldn't be able to survive. I think Brady would be able to be a good quarterback and things like that, but he wouldn't have the longevity that he's had and the relatively injury-free career that he's had that's allowed him to have the success that he's had. Joe had the success he had, you know, minus all the games he missed because of injury, you know, the Steve Young, Joe or Steve controversy. Joe survived all that and still, you know, was one of the greatest. Imagine if he, he didn't get hurt in 91. Imagine if he didn't break his back. Imagine if he didn't need neck surgeries and concussions and all those things. Joe Joe would have
1: – I would say
4: if, if Joe doesn't get hurt, I said the Niners have at least another Super Bowl. I think we would have won six. Because I, because Joe has four. There's no way you could have t- told me that, that somehow. We, no, 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 no. Joe wouldn't stayed undefeated because there's no way in hell that you want to tell me from '92, right? From
2: '92. Okay,
4: so so from '90, 90, from '90 90 to '94. You said smoking worst bastard.
2: Oh,
4: okay. Well, then, looks where they get national attention. Um, if you take from ninety the are ninety-one to ninety-four when Joe retired, let's just say we all say that he retired in ninety-four. You can't tell me that we would have not won at least one championship to have five. You can't tell me that we would have won at least one. Okay, so that brings us to five, and I'd like to say that Joe Montana. I like to say that, that 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 let's okay. Let's say that Joe only plays for '93. So let's say we win the Super Bowl in '92, '91, '93, somewhere around there. Right. '89, '90,
2: '91.
4: No, '91 was the Roger Craig fumble. So let's say we win in '92. So that's Joe's five. Somewhere between. Somewhere between. So let's say we would have won it. In 91, Joe retired, Steve takes over in 92. We would have won between 92 to when Steve finally retired in 2000. We would have won at least one more Super Bowl with Steve. So Joe would have won five. We would have still won the five that we won. And then Steve just would have won us one because he wouldn't have been able to tell me that.
1: <laughs>
4: well, See, what, what people don't understand about why Steve Young retired is that see, this is this has been now wasn't really known, but it has become known fact. Oh, you know now is that Steve Young almost went to Denver and was going to play for for Mike Shanahan.
1: Yeah,
4: and decided instead to retire and and you know you know pretty much only play for the Niners and but. But you know, once he became a Niner, he only stayed a Niner. And it's actually a little funny. Uh, if you go watch Steve Young's A Football Life, it's funny to find out that Steve Young was actually almost a yam. Uh, Steve Young was traded to St. Louis. he said
1: no.
4: And uh, he called the owner, asked the owner if he could work out another deal. Uh, the owner said, Yeah, and you know, the rest is history. So, Steve Young actually almost became a gambler. <laughs> Funny to know, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here a little early today.
1: Uh, it's Memorial
4: Day. Memorial Day. Um, I'm kind of out of ideas to talk about because I've been really busy and didn't take the most notes in the entire world today for the show, but uh.
1: I talk about, I talk about college, but, um,
4: Oh yeah, Derek McKenna. I think Derek McKenna is gonna be an update. I really do. I think Carlos Hyde I think Carlos Hyde was fucking so overrated.
2: Yeah. I really
4: think Carlos Hyde was overrated. Carlos Hyde is a good bat. I don't think Carlos Hyde is the franchise that. I don't. I
1: think I think
4: in an ideal situation. The Niners should have kept Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde and just continued with the one two punches, Carlos Hyde and Frank Gore. Uh but honestly, I think if given the opportunity and the way things shipped down and given the choice, I think the Niners should have chosen Frank over Frank. Uh, I shouldn't think the Niners should have traded Frank hey, over Carlos Over Carlos Hyde. I really I think that was one of Bulky's biggest mistakes was letting Frank Gore go. There should be no reason Frank should have never put on another jersey. Oh, I love Carl, I love Matt Breida. Uh, Matt Breida with Jared McKinnon, the, our slowest running back, runs a four four five nine. Oh yeah, I
2: know.
4: And that's 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 Kyle's new set. Seconds above fucking average. Yeah. So if you figure, so if you figure that that almost every one of our running backs runs a little slower than ten yards a second, it takes them a little over a second to get ten yards upfield. So th- theoretically it would take a, a little over ten seconds to run a full hundred yards. That's fucking insane, bruh. That's insane. That that is that's unbelievable to think how fast that is. Good win. Then you add in uh too much turtle. You know, I think that I don't think the Niners Everybody says we need that number one receiver. I don't think we're ever going to have it. I don't think Kyle Shanahan feels that we need a Julio Jones type of receiver. I really do. I think that we're going to have, unless, you know, we find somebody. Unless, unless there's somebody out there that you're like, look, this is the next coming of T.O. or Julio Jones, then by all means. But I think that what you're going to have is you're going to have a bunch of players that feel, I don't think so either. I think that you're going to have players that feel particular roles very well. So, Marquis Goodwin's not a, a a number one receiver. Oh, uh, Rashad Woods. Rashad Woods. That's who you're about. Woods. Yeah, that's who it was. Oh, A.J. Jenkins. There you go. You're, yeah, A.J. Jenkins. My bad. A.J. Jenkins. No, but I think I – think, See – Marquise Goodwin is not the type of. Pierre Gasson is not the type of receiver that you're going to throw 15 balls a game to. Hold on. But what the Niners, what Kyle Shanahan needs Pierre Gasson to be, he's very good at being. Marquise Goodwin's is not a star number one receiver. But for what we need him to be, he's very good. Trent Taylor is not a great number one receiver. But for what we need him to be, he's great. And that's why I don't think that you saw a Spitzen or a high draft pick on free agents. Uh, that's actually a little bit fast. But um, before we go ahead and get up out of here, I would like to remind everybody that Radio AFS has advertising packages for as little as $25 a month. Email me at 9 or radio at gmail.com or message me on Facebook. Twitter, or Instagram for details. Also, please, everybody, Remember, stay, new stay new to your pets, apparently. And also, please, everybody, go to SeatGiant.com, order your tickets, use the promo code Faithful Radio. It helps out the show and also saves you some money. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I shall see you all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Till then, peace, love and nappiness. Go Niners. And we'll see y'all next
1: week. And you know what? The longer it takes us to figure that out, the better we are. The better we are. We just keep working. And we keep getting better, all right? Day after day. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today, all right? Keep doing that. But you guys, I'm really pretty proud of you. You guys are wonderful.
0: Bitch, I'm a honor from the earthquake country. I can make the earth shake. About to bring it back like the 89 earthquake. Throw so a pass at me, I'ma catch it like Crabtree. Who got the kush? Cause the smoker got a half tree. And pass the joint, cause the player got a half mo. I spit a blunt down the middle like Spray Doe. A quarterback don't bullet like Kaepernick. And take a poodle out the game like Alex Smith. Red and gold, that's the color of the realest. Staying on my toes, call me Patrick Willis. We back up minute. my team winning. I'm the comeback kid, all I need is one minute. We winnin' like the 80s, it's a Super Bowl city to take another ring home, Super Bowl city Ain't nobody fucking with us I got red and gold in my cup. The Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than that? Oh my! Who got it better than that? Who got it better than than that?
2: Faithful with God's honor. Doing TD, no pick. Break for 85 yards if he opted hella quick. No Stadium, New no Ring, same team. Hard since Keys are 49ers. We are hating on the city, but they can't go quick. I fucked the court crap free and both win. Breaking records like we throwing vinyl. Stanley Davis, you party the whole line. Go. that the Bartolo name, the Super Bowl affiliated. Bowman and Willis, such a framing and you gon' really hate it. We elated, lady, not a fan, is a fine man. Do it like the 80s and move right by the ring. Hawks, real life, no weak talk. Go hard
0: on the corners, never take a weak talk. Ain't nobody fucking with that. I got red gold in my cut. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than that?
3: you heard, I'm a baby from the 80s, I was born on the turf, I go back like Garrison Hurst and B. Young, diamonds on my fingers, so just call me Steve Young, like Justin Smith, I go hard on the defense line, let a hater hate, I'm still gonna rip my hip, come the kickoff, bet I'm gonna run it all the way home, yeah I'm gonna and gold. Let bloody, come and get it if you want it, yeah we gonna set it off, do you like and rip your damn helmet off, I'm lucky number seven, cause your boy deliver, throwing bombs from the bay over the Mississippi River, they ain't messing with us, put the subs to the projects, do Got Steiner, kiss your bicep, huh? Soon as we touch down, we gon' burst out, run through them like gore, over for the first down. Hey, I got ready gold in my cut. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than that? Who got it better than that? Who got it better than that? Who better than
0: that?